This is the Business Growth Show, where we pull back the curtain and reveal the secrets to growing your business. With your hosts, Darren Graham and Adil Jan. Brought to you by 408 Media. Hi, and welcome to the Business Growth Show, brought to you by 408 Media. I'm your host, Darren Graham, and what a show we have for you today, ladies and gents. Uh, today's guest is Kate Fox of Fox Graphics, and today we're going to be picking her brains and asking her how you can get your brand to stand head and shoulders above your competitors. Uh, Kate started Fox Graphics in 2008 with the aim of guiding companies to be noticed and raise their game by using design, brand and marketing strategies, which enables their businesses to triple in turnover and get ahead of their competitors. Um, she also now runs brand strategy workshops, which help people at all stages of their business to focus, review and assess their positioning and messaging. And she also promotes the phrase, do not design to trend, which I'm fully on board with as well. Uh, so Kate, how the devil are you? <laughs> Hello, I'm fine, thank you. How are you? Very well, thanks. Um, it's good to see you. Not seen you in a while. Um, so a yeah, since we were um, at uh, uh, presenting at a hall somewhere in Cheshire many years yeah. ago. Um, yeah, it's been a while. So um, for everyone that does, everyone that's listening, uh, what we're going to be doing today is. Um, Picking Kate's brains on how you can use branding to, to grow your business and stand head and shoulders above your competitors. So Kate's got a wealth of knowledge across all forms of branding and marketing strategies as well. So I'm going to dive straight in, Kate, and ask you to tell everyone that doesn't know a little bit about yourself, uh, Fox Graphics, and how you got started and what the company does. Right. Hello, everybody. Um, as you said, my name is Kate, Kate Fox from uh, Fox Graphics Design and Marketing. We changed the, the name a few years ago because we ended up um, being so successful with our clients that they came to us for the marketing as well as the design. Um, a little bit about my background. In a former life, I worked in hotel and catering. I have 13 years of uh, five-star executive management operational experience. Um, and I also have a tra some training background with the hotels, but also um, I worked for a, a couple of training companies as well. Okay. Um, hence, I'm comfortable with the workshops. So yes. it's a little bit, a little bit like going. Uh, I was saying earlier, calls to Newcastle. It's rather nice for me <laughs> using skills that I haven't used for many years, involved with my passion, which is branding and uh, the the design and marketing. Um, so I started in 2008. Um, Six years beforehand, I basically decided to, uh, I'd reached a crossroads in my life. I think it was about 38, 39. And um, I went to Maxfield College to learn how to switch on a computer because my daughter was going to be growing up with the internet. And I thought, I need to know how all this goes and works. works. And whatever job I was going to do in the future, I knew I'd have to be uh, competent on computers. Yeah. Um, little did I know that uh, six years later, um, I would come out of Manchester Met University with a first class degree in graphic design. And then I thought, I'm 45, what do I do? Do I go and make coffee at an agency in Manchester or London or something? Yeah. And I spoke to my uh, director at uh, my professor at the university and I said, what do we do now? <laughs> <laughs> and he said, plow your own furrow. And I said, nice. does that mean I have to start my own business? And he said, yes. And I said, I don't want to work for myself. Anyway, I'm now 13 years on. Um, working for yourself is a challenge in itself. 
Um, yes. There are highs and lows. Uh, the skill set that you end up with is unbelievable. Um, as I was commenting today, even with invoices and paying for things now, um, I've become the bank cashier as well as everything else. <laughs> Technology is made that we have to multitask all the time. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so basically, uh, 13 years business at uh, Fox Graphics, and um, my passion is design. Yeah. Uh, when I'm designing, I, 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 I go into my own zone and I start humming and um, I sing to, I don't sing to myself, but I think I have to myself. <laughs> And uh, really, I'd like to be sitting in, in a little office. Um, many, many designers want to just sit in an office with their Apple Macs and in, in a tower. And, not and just talking. design. <laughs> yeah. But life isn't like that. Um, so uh, basically, I, I'm sort of very happy and confident talking to people and helping businesses. Apart from the design side, what really, I, my, what really makes me tick is that when my clients are, are successful, and I've been part of that success, yep. uh, my brand is part of that uh, development. And over the years, that's what I, I hadn't really anticipated that. But over the years, the, uh, the things that clients have said to me and the, how I've watched the businesses evolve, and I've been part of that journey, and my brands are part of that journey, yep. um, that's that's my gold dust. Um, people, we've won awards and all that stuff. That's never motivated me. Um, my my award is the fact that the business is still in business yeah. and that they are successful. Um, Two thousand and eight, when I when I started off, um, nobody told me it was the beginning of a recession. <laughs> yeah, and I, I didn't know it was a recession. So anyway, um, I was thinking about it this afternoon. Of the small businesses that we did the branding for in the in the setup at the beginning of the recession, there's only the only ones that have really survived, and we're talking 13 years later. Yeah, um, are the ones that invested in quality design from the beginning or very close to the beginning. And that says a lot, really, doesn't it? Yeah, um, and I have um, and I have I have a sort of a handful of medium to large companies that invested in on every angle which we'll go into um from the design point of view and the branding and the messaging um and the ones that have doggedly stuck to this is our brand this is how we talk these are our fonts these are our colors this is this is the messaging yeah the ones that get it the mds and directors and marketing directors who get it and stick to it and are almost bullshit about protecting the brand yeah. are companies that have triple quadrupled and taken off and, and held their positioning in the marketplace. That's really um, impressive. It is. Um, uh, one company in particular to work with, um, I'm now on a retainer with them for their, their marketing and their design. And um, they've. I actually have a case study where they have uh, attributed their, their successes our input has been um, a very positive um, contribution to their success. Um, and having that sort of uh, pat on the back and, and written sort of accolade um, basically says, you know, we don't just talk the talk, we walk the walk. 
Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's 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 one thing to say that you're good, but it's a difference to have someone else say you're good and have the uh, the stuff to back it up with. Um, it's taken on... me this long to be to be um, humbled enough. I don't. We British aren't very good at saying that we're good at things. Um, no. It's taken me this long to say. Actually, I do know what to do. <laughs> I, I am quite good at it, but it's not natural for us to say that. No. Anyway. Following on from what you said about. Um, um, you know, company owners, marketing directors that actually get the brand. Um, as a, if we were speaking to a marketing, a marketing manager, business owner, that hasn't really thought about um, the branding, um, where would you get them to start or what would be the starting point? What would you advise them on to get started or take the brand into the next sort of level? Come and talk to me. <laughs> uh, so many hours and i do free consultation anyway i don't do that i i'm i'm a, i'm about giving and helping supporting mm-hmm. um if you don't talk to me talk to somebody but talk to people who know what they're talking about and are yeah. qualified there's a lot of people um out there that will uh take lots of money off you but don't actually they don't listen to what they're talking about and what mm-hmm. they're trying to achieve. And that's one of our um, mantras has always been, I think we put it on the website, we listen, we listen, we listen, we listen some more. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't cost anything to go and talk to people and um, to not be afraid to sort of uh, ask, ask the, the ridiculously simple questions. Um, branding recently, I'd say in the past four or five years, the the talk, the terminology has become very trendy and everything is personal branding, personal yeah. brand, brand taglines, brand this, brand that, and all the other. Um, and I think the noise about branding has become, for especially medium to small businesses, um, I think they just hear so much and it's, it's overwhelming. Yeah, I'd, I'd go um, with that. You, you, you know, people, I've had people come before, I've coached and counseled um, for free and talked to people six months before they start a business and said, yep. do you really want to do this? Have you any <laughs> idea what you are taking on? You're good at what you do. But have you any idea of all the rest of it? Um, and, uh, and I've, you know, I've had people at all different stages in their business. Um, and I think that, uh, I think they need to find out and be reassured. And also, there's so much that they have to do, they should be doing. It's a bit like an onion. Start with one bit, do that, and then move on to another bit, and then another bit. Um, And would you say that would be, would that be focused on messaging first in terms of, or... No. Focusing on their customer and what they what their customer wants and their messaging and then design or what sort of in regards to the onion, how would you start that process? Well, in the past, well, the, the, now for a very small amount of money, you can come on a brand strategy workshop and do the process. And yeah. that's basically what I've based it on. But uh, initially, for the past 13 years, and also um, if a client comes to me on a one-to-one, the first thing, as a designer, you can't design for for a company or for a person unless you get under the skin of the business. Yeah, okay. So I, I have always um, interviewed and talked and discussed with the, the MD, the client, whoever, um, 
about the business because um, and you basically ask all the, the the five W's and the H, which is why, what, when, how, and who. Yeah, um, there must be another W in there somewhere. Um, and their target audience and what they're trying to achieve and get right underneath the skin of what it is. And I would call that uh, is the beginning of your messaging. It's the beginning of the what we call the essence of the business, the essence of branding. Okay. Um, which is, I actually found a very useful description. I've got it here. Um, brand essence is the goals. Um, what you do to USPs, um, your values, your authentic qualities and aspirational ele- elements. Okay. Um, those with branding, it it takes over, it, it encompasses so many of the different um, aspects of the business. People in the past have thought it's just a logo. Yeah. Um, it's a badge. You stick it on everywhere. Um, and if you're clever enough, you might actually work out which is a nice font to go with it for your messaging and your, your marketing material and your literature. Um, it has evolved. I mean, the, the larger companies have always, the big multinationals, they've always invested thousands, thousands of pounds on branding and hundreds of hours of, uh, uh, of time to do this. But for a small, medium-sized company, one, they can't afford it, and two, they haven't got, they don't need that. And also, they haven't got the time to be able to do that because they've got to do everything else. Yeah. Um, so initially, I would say um, a little bit, bit like a business plan, look at every aspect of the business, look at, your core values and the core um, uh, qualities and uh, ethos of the company. Yeah. Okay. And um, and just write down four words that you think uh, that they think explain the ethics of the company um, of the business. And um, what we do on the brand strategy workshop is we actually look at. Uh, uh, we've uh, looked at a fantastic video which explains, um, which is my, what we call our killer sentence, which it becomes your um, your marketing message which you can put on all your social media and your, your brochures and your website and all the rest of it. Yeah. Um, so I think that sort of covers most of it. But yeah, definitely. The, that's... I was going to say, from, from, the, from the logo point of view, what we haven't mentioned, have you got that on your, what have you got on the next thing? The yeah, I'm going to, no, no, if you crack on. I mean, that's... I, it, I, yeah. I no, you've not, you've not mentioned it. No, um, uh, that's fine. Yeah, look, yeah. so that's, that's the messaging. What, like you say, what, what would you do from like the design or the... the well, it's interesting because on, on, uh, somebody asked me uh, in my industry this morning on LinkedIn about uh, brand results and what, what is the most constant and useful thing with branding, yep. um, apart from the logo. Um, and I, I, sort of, I quickly this morning sort of messaged back saying, colours, voice, tone, typography, those are the constant, um, the constant things. Um, if you're constantly using messaging that reinforces the company, the company values and ethics, which, which I call the essence, which I've just been through. But colour is key. And I think four or five years ago, we started talking about that. Um, I remember that, a conversation with you about 
this in particular at one networking event. Yeah, you, I remember talking about how different colours portray a different image. Um, mm. I think, I can't, I can't remember what's off my head, but you're saying that different colours can portray, like I think, I think it was orange can, can portray things to be cheaper. And then I think you give the example of EasyJet, for example, there. Um, but I'm just trying to remember off the top of my head. No, so, yeah. I can't remember yeah. either. But yes, um, once you've got, um, and this is what we do on the, on, the, on, on the workshop, I also get my Pantone books out and show people. And I've got a, a colour matchbook as well, which is um, some poor person many years ago, uh, and I was introduced this, to this at university, um, I've got a book somewhere. Um, some poor person has sat down and worked out all the um, the the colour combinations, all the breakdowns of the colours, and all the Pantone colours, and all the references and everything, and published it. Um, but it is a very good idea. It's very good because just by flipping through the book, you can instantly get the the reaction from a client instantly. Um, sort of the feel of 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 what their colours are and how they want to direct their company. Yeah. Um, and there's sort of very muted soft colours as well because some some companies want to be uh, very professional, sophisticated, but understated. Yeah. Um, and I, you know, I, I love using the colours. But once you've once you've set up, um, once you've got your your branding and you've got your um, your positioning and your key messaging sorted. Um, and you, with the brand um, image, logo, with um, your corporate ID, with your typography, and um, you'll get what we, what we call is a, a brand uh, guideline report. Yes. Okay. So on that, you'll end up with all your Pantone colors. And the, these are... Pantone colours are, people are using them less and less. If you go to a designer and they haven't got a Pantone colour suitcase with books, then they're not the right designers for you. <laughs> um, yeah, we've been given those a few times, the actual brand guidelines. If we're running ads and we need to do creatives, they have to meet the brand guidelines, i.e. often, like you say, we've got sort of like more of the hex keys that we're given. Um, yes. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if that's different from Pantone. Is that, is that completely different from Pantone colours? Or? Um, when you put it in Pantone colour, it will break down to a hex, a CMYK, ah. and an RGB. Right. Now, for printing, you use a CMYK. For digital, it's RGB. Yeah. And a hex is your, 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 your colour that is the correct one for, for your website and all your digital stuff. Cool. Okay, cool. Um, that makes sense now. Um, well, that's good to know. So, with with that in mind, then um, let's. One of the questions that we get asked a lot with, because we come, we work with some businesses where we're we're sort of competing with sort of the bigger brands that have got money to spend on branding, and it's often the case that when you're looking at sending from our point of view traffic to a website the look and the feel of that can make play a huge impact on whether that person is going to purchase from them or purchase from somewhere else. Yeah. So we're often having conversation with them saying, look, I think maybe a rebrand is in, is, is, is worth looking at. I don't think you're sitting quite well. You don't look as authentic as everyone else in the marketplace. Um, and we often go, well, 
we often get the, I haven't got the time, I haven't got the, the money to spend on it, or it's fine, crack on. If someone's in that position, um, and I probably know the answer to this already, but if someone's in a position where they haven't really, where they say they haven't got the time or the resources, what would be the first steps there? Would it be initially just going, well, actually you need to make time for that, or how would you, how would you sort of work with them to get started on that process? Or assess if they actually need a brand redesign? Well, that sort of comes back to go and come and talk to us or go yeah. and talk to somebody who um, there are plenty of people in the industry who uh, appear to know what they're talking about, but they don't necessarily. Yeah. Um, but uh, I was thinking about this question earlier on today. And um, when I first started my business and when, um, I mean, I obviously had a decent logo in the beginning because I designed it. Um, but, um, well, I think it's decent. Anyway. It's, <laughs> um, but, um, when I first started, people were quite blunt with me. I said, like, well, why, why, why should I pay? I think it was, it was one of these networking uh, companies. Why, why should I pay this money? And he, you know, I, I'd sort of question it. And he'd say, well, why would you not? Why, why would you not invest yeah. doing this? It's a no-brainer. Um, and I was thinking this morning about um, when I first started off, we, I have a quote which I used to use a lot on my presentations, which is by um, a guy called David Kester, who used to be chief executive for design um, council um, in the UK, and must be a good 80, well, probably about 14 years ago, this. Um, but he basically stated, use design or risk failure. Right, okay. So you know, if somebody, if I was networking, said to me, why should I pay for it? Well, why? If you don't use design, your company could fail. Yeah, um, it's a very bold statement, but no, but true. Um, I now know from experience. I believe this in the first place, but I now know companies that haven't invested yeah. in their company and their uh, their branding and their design and and their um, core messaging. They haven't invested, and they may still not be here now. Mm. Um, and as you know, so there are ways people. It's very difficult when you start up in business because everything costs money. Yeah. Um, if you can budget uh, and build in um, uh, a sort of um, uh, marketing budget yeah. into your initial setup, then I mean, I had a company, a, a guy do this about two. You must be about 18 months in now. He wanted a design that was equivalent to a top large company in Manchester. Right. He was in competition with. And actually what we designed was better than this massive company. Yeah. And he started his business with this. He's just rocketed. He's taken off because he uh, budgeted for um, the branding, the design, uh, the logo design, the, the backup with the branding, and um, the cost of it, obviously, everybody has the big, usually the biggest cost is a website. Yeah. The website is always important, but if you invest in the branding with the website, not necessarily the website with a little logo that's been thrown in by somebody in the back end of the web company. Yeah. Um, they're two different things. Um, but I think the key message is, if possible, plan to have a budget to do this yeah because 
can save you two years of your time and life and stress and all the rest of it. Um, many, and this is this is part of my killer sentence um, about the company. Um, we help companies get noticed and raise their game. Yeah. And between 18 months and two years is when um, we do very few startups now. But 18 months to two years is when they knock on my door and say, Kate, I've been watching, listening. I know I have to do it. I know, uh, <laughs> and, and I know I need to find the money. Um, but people are not taking me seriously. I'm not being noticed. I'm not professional enough, which is what you were saying before with your, yeah. you. Know, they say, well, you know, and they're spending hundreds, thousands, thousands of pounds on advertising. Yeah. But they look naff. They look yeah. Mickey Mouse. Um, so they come to me and they go, I need to up my game. I've got the money behind me now. Um, it's not major money. Um, I've been told recently we charge too little. Which <laughs> Just put another zero on the end then. Uh, well, I, my, accountant always says, my accountant always says, you know, you, you, um, you, you, you charge a price and then you throw everything else in for free. And, right. and we do a lot of value added because I just think, oh, well, I'll just do that, you know. So, um, but I think the key, the key answer to your question is, if you can, get a marketing budget in place. Mm. And if you are savvy enough and you're starting a business, you know, um, invest in the branding from the beginning. Because I know, and I've seen it, and many companies who've done it, um, and all these big, big companies, they, they spend like, I don't know, six, nine, ten months preparing all this and it's hundreds of thousands of pounds mm, yeah it done um and that's the process that they go through all the um the messaging and the voice and the words and um everything from from, from every angle um it, for larger companies you know it is it is a, a massive budget that they do figure on to to prepare for um so if they haven't got the money the, the other thing to uh to say is I think I put down here is um, it may be and I haven't done this much but I have done it for a few special clients is that they've they've said I really 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 want you to do it um, we need the support and help I like everything you were on the same page um, can I spread it over a few months mm -hmm. and, um, and my web I, I have a web developer as well um, and uh, he's one of my associates who works very closely with me because um, our model is a bit different from the, from, from, from the big agencies. Yeah. Uh, and he is uh, prepared to spread the cost over maybe three or four or six months. So um, there are ways of, of getting the place to get that talk. Yeah. I mean, the, uh, I, I've known uh, people come and uh, go with, large uh, web web design company I can't not fair to say names no, um, no. Big, big they're not they're, they're not agencies but they are um, big organizations big yeah. companies yeah. and basically they say well you don't have to pay the upfront cost of maybe I don't know uh, two and a half thousand three thousand pounds or, or whatever it is for the price for a website for, for them for, for, for setting up um, you just all you have to there's no there maybe there's a small setup cost of maybe 150 pounds and then maybe they pay something like 80 pounds a month or something like that yeah 
but it's quite quickly after two years you've paid off your website and you're just paying and paying and paying and paying yeah and yeah. um it's better to put it on a credit card and pay it than you want it's paid <laughs> off it's paid off or borrow the money or do something but we I mean, don't go down the route of um uh just paying forever for something that is going to be out of date within they say now with websites within three years the technology has moved on so much now that it's out of date yeah no i i'd, I'd jump on the back with regards to the um the marketing budget and so on i think especially clients that we work with have a budget and, and also know the numbers so now you know that's going to be attributed to that and regardless of whatever happens that's the money we're investing into that side of things um and knowing that it's a long game it's not you know branding isn't going to be the thing that's going to like with anything anything marketing brand it's not going to make you a millionaire overnight it needs to it needs to be worse i think i think another thing that i've for me from my point of view on branding is it's not just a logo it's not just a message in it like you say when you've discussed about the ethics um and the integrity side of things that comes through from speaking to people on the phone are they portraying that through the business is the way that you're communicating your customer service is that you know in keeping with the brand as well and then once they see the brand and interact with the brand that's when it really comes together and and then they really can connect with that brand and go right that's that's what they're about yeah, yeah. So no, that's uh, really that's that's it. It's good to hear that as well, um, which is which is good. Um, one of the other things with the branding, which I learned from an American guy recently, was um, I didn't know, but um, it came up. Um, it's not just about a logo, the, the what's printed or in digital or um, what's tangible that you can see or feel. Um, another way to take it onto another level is you train your staff your branding. Yeah. So um, they end up, they become um, your sales team. Yeah. They are representing your company all the time, and um, it, it it it's a bit like you uh, ripples on the pond. Once you throw it in, the, the ripples that just keep coming and coming and coming in all the different aspects. Yeah. Um, no, that's, I agree wholeheartedly with that. Um, I've interacted with brands that have the big fancy tagline. And then when you speak to the company, it's completely different. It's not that. And then you've got brands that look, feel, and then interact with you with, with everything that's exactly the same. And it's just a, just a different experience. And then even if they do for whatever, if, if the customer service isn't great because the experience overall is great, it, it draws you in more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what we've, we've talked about branding in, in you know, and, and the way that it's kind of changed over the past couple of years in terms of like the buzzwords that have become really trendy. What's your point of view on brand, the future of branding or how, how do you think that's going to develop over the, the next few years or decade? And how do you think brands or, and businesses should, should take that on board and use that? Wow, it's a very, very wide big question. <laughs> that what I was thinking that earlier. Why are we? Why are we here? <laughs> oh gosh, um, I don't know. Is it two, two, three years ago? Uh, we we're actually in the future with our brand. Yeah. Because uh, we did the Fox animation. Yes, I remember. 
from my logo, from, from Fox Graphics logo, um, being static. In animation, we went back in time. My inspiration was um, uh, a poet um, um, that I learned at university called Apollinaire that did, um, with his poetry, they used the letters to um, uh, create images. Okay. Spoke about the poems. So it was, uh, it was on all sorts of different levels. And that was the inspiration. So we've gone back in time to go forward in time with the technology, with animations. And we use uh, the work with an animation company and, uh, who created the, the, the Fox Graphics Fox. Yes. Which is, uh, as you know, on th- 3D, and it's on my website if anybody wants to look at it, have a look at it, um, and on my marketing. But when we did that, everybody, it went global. Everybody loved it. I was noticed by all sorts of people in my industry, uh, in London, in globally, all through social media and the rest of it. When it came to people actually, companies investing in doing that for their business and their messaging, it was too scary. I was mm. too far advanced. Yeah. So to answer your question, we're in the future. Uh, we've had <laughs> we're just waiting for people to catch up. I'm just waiting for people to catch up. I, the mo- what I have noticed that it inspired people to do lesser versions or different versions or different forms of communication using animation and video combined. Again, to me, it wasn't high enough quality because that's what I'm about. But uh, it worked for them, and it was it was a, a uh, an idea. When people saw things, saw what we were trying to do, they got it. But they then went for uh, a different version of something. Uh, I'm not going to say cheaper because it was right for their yeah. company and what they're trying to achieve and where they want to go. Um, but also on, on the, the future of branding, um, some examples that uh, I love is the uh, last, I think it was last year or 18 months ago, um, big agency did the uh, rebrand for the BBC to um, introduction message, visual communication, yeah. it, um, BBC to intro program inserts okay. in between the ad, the uh, the introductions in between the programs and that was done um, way way ahead of branding that, that we've seen and it's fantastic I love it um, but they're using abstract designs that have come from emotion okay um, and um, the messaging so and we're seeing it more and more for example with um, uh, I saw something the other day. Uh, Burger King have started advertising yeah. mouldy yeah. burgers, and it doesn't make you want to buy a burger because it's all horrible and green and awful, and you shouldn't look at it when you're actually eating. But it's very clever because um, they're using shop tactics, but they've flipped it over. It's aggressive. Yeah. The, the the messaging is. Um, you can eat this food because it hasn't got any preservatives in it yeah. to, to make that are bad for you. Yeah. So it goes off quickly. Yeah. And so that's from the advertising and the messaging and the branding, um, that's ahead of its time. But also, is it? Because these shop tactics um, were used by Benetton many years ago. Okay. For their 
messaging, I've got books on it at Uni, um, where they were, um, every time you walked past the window of a Benetton shop, um, they had the most horrendous, scary, awful pictures of adverts of um, f- people with fur coats and blood coming out of the coats. And they went into right. the, they were renowned. You see, you've never even heard of this. No, no, no. I've, I've missed yeah, it. Maybe I ought to put it on LinkedIn. They were renowned for their um, shocking you into making you want to find out More. either you didn't like it or you didn't like it, but why were they doing it? And it's the, the undercurrent messaging that they're, they're trying to get across. Um, it's, so the, it's the kind of storytelling <laughs> Because what your animation did was, what a, in a sense, what a logo is restricted from is is telling a full story. Whereas what the animation did for you, especially the latest one, is sort of developed from a logo into sort of a story of who you are as a mm-hmm. as a brand and a company. And I suppose with the with the shot tactics there, like with Burger King, like with Benetton, they're kind of kind of hooking you in so you so you can learn more about the story behind yeah. the brand. So uh, you remember it, mm. even if you don't want a, a moldy burger, no. they're the people that do it. Why are they, yeah, like why are they showing me a picture of a moldy burger? So that sort of draws you into it. Um, we, um, no, I've seen, I've seen a lot, especially from a, like the marketing point of view, and it sounds like branding's going that way, is more of a storyteller approach to it rather yeah. than just the, the old school direct, direct selling sort of method, which was hit them over the head and hard enough until the, but buy off you um, the old 1950s push marketing rather than pull marketing, bring them towards you. So it, it, it kind of sounds like that that's where the branding elements going as well. I think nowadays with the, in the past five years, technology and, and digital marketing and sales and marketing, the, 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 the noise out there, mm. because we've all got computers, we've all got phones, we've all got iPads, we've all got this noise all the time hard you know sell 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 yeah. at all the time um there has to be something that differentiates you from every from, from the rest of the noise mm. um and uh i think the storytelling is key and and i think the colors and the and I bet you they end up with smells, smells that trigger off. Well, we got coffee, haven't we? So we have, yeah. They were, um, it, it, I think branding has definitely gone onto a 3D platform. Yeah. Um, and as far as the, 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 the noise out there, um, when I first started, this made me sound old. When I first started, I think one marketing lady said to me, um, you have to do eight or nine touch points before people will engage yep. to commit to purchase. Now, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, people out there, but I'm hearing, well, I've heard for about two or three years, it's about 44 touch points. Yeah, um, I, I, I mean... Social media. Yeah, I think they're saying about sort of 14 to 20 odd, but I would, I can imagine, depending on that, especially depending on, we've got clients that we know where their sales cycle is like three months from initial awareness stage to the purchase is is three months um because of the product versus some other products that are impulse buys so i can imagine especially for those sort of clients at 44 touch points is is a minimum 
Um, that's not just on social media. That's no, that's talking on the phone, shaking mm. their hand, getting a leaflet, networking, repeat, repeat, repeat. So if you've got a message that's nice or even not so nice, but it's something that sticks in your mind, then when they're ready to buy, that's what they'll remember. Mm. Who's that funny woman? Who's that funny woman who's got a flipping fox that's made out of letters? <laughs> Gall- gallops around the world. If you look yeah. at the website, you've got this fox going around the world. Follow um, the fox. Follow the fox. People yeah. have come up to me in public. It's your fault. You came up with that title. People follow come the fox. up to me and the ladies and go, oh, it's follow the fox. She's in the lady. Oh, <laughs> but, um, I, I, you know, it, it is, I think everything with branding overall to sort of sum it up a little bit is that you have to be different nowadays. Mm. And being different is good. And, um, and stick to... Uh, I was, I was listening to a video recently, it was this American, and he said, and you forget, branding actually started off with um, a hot metal thing, which you put in an, a fire with your, your, your signature, your name on it, your letter on, and you put it on the back of a cow. Yeah. And you just pressed the, 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 the brand yeah. metal into the flesh of a cow, and he said, just imagine every time you used your logo, your branding, and it was a different one, and you kept pressing it in the same place, the impact and the message would totally, you wouldn't be able to identify your brand. Yeah. So from that, I, we talk about branding, and do you know, I totally forgot, it actually came from uh, people who, you know. And that's a cows and literally cows. branding. People who were branding on yeah. Um, so from that, if you've invested a lot of time and money, um, and a lot of business equity into your brand, keep it correct. Don't change it. Don't mess around with it. It can evolve, but make sure that every time you use that brand, it's crystal clear so that it stays, uh, correct and, and, uh, is, is true to how it was in the beginning. And so that people um, continuously are reinforced about your brand. Yeah, no, that's it's a very good point. Um, reinforce the message. This on cows. <laughs> <laughs> don't go branding cows with your logo. No, well, yeah, exactly. Um, well, um, I could talk to you all day about branding, but. Um, we're going to have to wrap it up at some point. So really appreciate um, all your time and sharing all the knowledge that you've got on branding. There's been some real uh, big ahas for me in that as well, which has been really good. Um, But yeah, thank you very much. If people want to get in touch with you or what's the best place to do that, website address, um, social channels, where should they contact you? Well, my main, um, my website is um, foxgraphicsdesign.com. No, dot, com i mean we've changed it from .co.uk to .com because we're now global um, so foxgraphicsdesign.com yep and um i'm kate fox on linkedin okay i do have a facebook page um and i do i am on facebook but that's more personal yeah uh, i'm very very strong on linkedin and most people i'm finding now are getting in touch either through uh the website or my email or on LinkedIn. 
but you can cool. find me please connect and uh we can talk on linkedin um so that's kate fox um and the What we'll do is, uh, for everyone listening on the podcast, is we will put all of these links in the show notes for you. And anyone watching this on YouTube, all these connections will be in the comments below. So um, everyone that's listening or watching will be able to get in touch with Kate via uh, LinkedIn, website, email. So that'll be perfect. So thanks again, Kate, for all your time and all your um, brand wizardry. I hope uh, it was helpful. Re- no, really helpful, really interesting. Um, and for everyone watching and everyone listening, um, sorry, go on, Kate, sorry. I was going to say, if uh, if any of you want to find out more about um, coming on the Brand Strategy Workshop or just talk to me on the phone about it, um, I can work out whether it was the right time for you and whether it was going to work. Um, you know, it's, it, it's very valuable um, time you know money and time to be uh uh investing in your company um so. yeah that's good call if 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 you've listened to the podcast and thought that it, it might be worth delving into that side of things it probably worth if you're having a chat with kate about the workshop and as a taster session or at least you know dipping your toe in the water so um i'll put though the links to that in the show notes and in the comments as well so if you want to get in touch they, they can do there um, yeah, no, thank you very much again, Kate. Um, for anyone listening, anyone watching, really appreciate you listening. And um, if you could, if you listen on wherever you listen to this on uh, Apple Podcasts or Anchor or wherever, if you could leave a, a rate and review this so other people know about it, that would be much appreciated. But enjoy the rest of your day and we'll see you in the next episode. Thanks for listening to the Business Growth Show, brought to you by 408 Media. If you are running a paid ads campaign and would like to see if you could be doing any better, why not get a free ads audit from 408 Media? Simply go to 408media.co.uk forward slash free dash ads dash audit or click the link in the show notes.